What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Todd Pie Guy. And listen, make sure that you tap in and subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to the THC Media Network for all other podcasts and shows that are available on our network. And turn on those notification bells, all right? Hit that subscribe button. Stop playing. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back. You feel me to another edition, another installment, your favorite, favorite new sports show, the Grinded Out Sports Show. Let's go. Let's go. Because I know you missed us. I know you missed us. I know you missed me. You feel what I'm saying? I know you did. Listen, we are here back again. Episode three. I got this hair in my face. You feel me? But we are right. Episode three, we are here. We have so much to get into um, today. But before we get into that, I just want to thank you um, to the Grinded Out community. You feel what I'm saying? Thank you so much. Uh, you you already put us on the charts on Apple Music. I mean, on Apple Podcasts. So thank you, thank you so much for that. Um, you, 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 you guys did that. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, so we appreciate you guys. We thank you. Um, and we love you. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so continuously, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, subscribe to the podcast. Um, cause we are a podcast now. You feel me? And I did tell you guys that we're not going to be a podcast. We're strictly on YouTube. Uh, I couldn't hold out anymore. <laughs> right. Episode three, uh, before we even got here, I was like, eh, might as well. Right. And, uh, that's what you guys did for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you guys took me there. You feel me? Um, and I mean to the charts, right? Uh, once we put it on the podcast platform and everything, it, it just made sense, right? So um, my name is Ty the Pod Guy anyway. So again, it just made sense. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate you. We thank you. Um, so let's get into it. Make sure that you follow if you're watching uh, the podcast on uh, Instagram and Facebook. All right, let's get into it right now. First topic on the on the docket, Brittany Griner. Um, we've talked about this topic um, a few times on my platform, uh, the opinionated brother platform. Uh, we've talked about this and, um, the fact that she's still not in the U S of a, um, it's kind of just, it's kind of, I think for me, not just that, right. I think also the point that we're not making this a thing, right. We're just, we're just, kind of just sweeping this under the rug in a sense um in my mind right uh and i may be taking it a little bit too overboard i may be uh, um maybe even being over exaggeratory right and and i made that word up i sure did <laughs> um but at the same token um at the same at the same time uh she's still over there and if this was a male player um, of a LeBron James stature, of a Kevin Durant stature, um, hell, Jason Tatum stature, right? Jalen Brown stature. We will, we we would, we would be acting a fool right now. Um, we would be up in arms at, at, at the commissioner's head, at Adam Silver's head. Like, hey, hey, make this work. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, get 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 my brother back. You know what I'm saying? Get 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 my get my son back. Get my um um, you know, get my nephew back. You know, but we're not saying that for Brittany Griner, right? Um, now, I don't know all the ins and outs. You know, there may be some uh, behind-the-scenes work that's happening right now to, to try to get her back. And I hope and 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 pray 
that that is, you know, um, what's going on. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been a long time since we've really got updates about it. Um, we've heard the interview from her significant other, her girlfriend, I believe her either girlfriend or wife, but her significant other, we've heard, we've heard from her and, you know, she's trying to hold hope and she's trying to make sure she, you know, keeps her patience and her head held high in this kind of just tumultuous moment right now because you don't know she's in a whole nother country where war is going on you understand what i'm saying so this is scary this is not just a the world is 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 acting crazy right now and if we can bring one person home let's do that you feel what i'm saying um and i just feel like we're not taking this seriously and again there may be some things happening behind closed doors that we don't know about, um, that I don't know about. But it, it just feels like to me that we're not taking this as seriously enough as we should. And I'm calling out these major platforms as the ESPNs, the Fox Sports uh, uh, news shows that, you know, they talked about it like once or twice, but haven't brought it back to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? After some time, because, you know, as 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 those commentators and reporters, they bring things up from 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 two years ago, you know, to talk about in in a, in a, in a sports topic. But when it comes to this right here, where we're so stumped and, and and we want to be so careful about what we say and everything like that, and oh well, I said this. It doesn't matter. Say it again, right? Say it again. Make sure you keep saying it so it can keep getting heard. You know, keep being loud and boisterous about this. So we want uh, free Brittany Griner. Hashtag, you feel what I'm saying? No, for real. Free her. She should not be over there during this time of war. No matter what she did, like, if she, I can see if she, if she murdered somebody, she didn't murder anybody. Right? Yeah, was the, was the pack illegal? Absolutely. I'm talking about the, the marijuana, y'all. Yes. But hell, it it probably she probably had a pen, right? And I'm like, okay, but we don't need to hold her for this long, detain her for this long. We don't know what's going on. That's the scary part. That's the scary part. So, uh, yeah, guys, just uh, free Britney Griner, man. Free, free Britney Griner. All right, let's get into um. This topic, uh, the Utah Jazz has been they've been really in the news a lot this um, this week uh, when it comes to Quinn Snyder and him uh, resigning. Um, That was the headline that was, you know, put out that Quinn Snyder resigned from the uh, the Utah Jazz. And so when we talk about Utah, when we talk about the Jazz, um. They've been such a good team um, with Quinn Snyder at the helm as a coach um, going to the playoffs, you know, six straight times, you know, um, you know, particularly not making out of the first or second round for real. But I mean, you know, making the playoffs is 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 still a feat in itself. Um, But, you know, as as somebody who is really critical in the playoffs, um, not making it out of the 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 second round for real and when you had the opportunity in the bubble to really be that team um when you had the sixth man of the year in Jordan Clarkson 
right? I believe, right? And uh, you y- y'all were that team, um, but you know you hear the 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 rumors and the the the, the talk about you know. Donovan Mitchell not liking Rudy and them not clicking and this, this, and that and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you can you can see it on the court, right? Not in the sense of banter or talking shit to each other, but, you know, just in the play and the style of play, right? I think for me, body language is always uh, a big communicator, right? Getting my degree in communications, one of the things we always talked about was body language, right? Um, you know, we always say, like, silence is golden, but when you're when that face or that body language, you you can tell what somebody's feeling about said person when somebody either says something or, you know, uh, comments or something. You can tell by the body language, right, of how somebody is either feeling inside about the person, either it's negative or positive, yada, yada, yada. And when you're not clicking, you can see some of that body language sometimes. And so Quinn Snyder resigning, whether that be fired or him uh, quitting, um leaves a door open now to me this leaves the door open to two things one um trading rudy gobert rudy gobert is not an offensive threat i've said that before and i will say it again he is not an offensive threat um defensive threat yes um offensive threat absolutely not um i can find at least five centers who are more of an offensive threat maybe even six who are an offensive threat uh, more than Rudy Gobert. Now, he does give you size in the post. He gives you defensive length. He gives you um, – uh, he can't run up the court. He gives you speed. And he can't – don't get me wrong. He can't give you 10, 15 points, but that's it. It's like 20 points is your max, right? And if you are like 7-2 uh, in the post, when you have a Jokic, a Giannis – and Embiid, and Aiton, you know, you have those those guys coming through. Um, what what do you do? You know, you can block shots all you want and get rebounds, but they can block your shots too, and they can stop you too. And it's like you're not running like they're running to get to the tra- you're not running like they're running in transition to get to the you know to get to the bucket. What do you do with that? So I'm it's 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 a thing you know um, I've been seeing um, possible trade rumors with him, uh, Utah and Chicago for him and another player I can't uh, think of his name. Um, at first, I thought it was um, Zach Levine, and I said Chicago better not trade Zach Levine, but I don't think it was Zach. But um, you know, and then the second thing about that is also uh, Donovan Mitchell. What what happens with Donovan? Right? Uh, I spelled his name wrong. Crazy wrong. <laughs> uh, I called him Devon Mitchell. <laughs> It's all right. My bad. Love you, Donovan. Um, But, you know, Donovan Mitchell is, you know, he's that guy. You feel what I'm saying? He he's 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 a great player. Um, You know, Shaq has been on record um, talking, basically saying, like, he's a great player. He's just not that dude yet. Um, And. 
when you think about Donovan Mitchell and what he's brought to the game um, or to Utah's game, he's elevated Utah to a great platform, right? I think he's, you know, really he's really been, you know, one of those dudes. You know what I'm saying? And when we talk about that, um, I think I deleted that shit. It's okay. When we talk about that, you know, it's a it's it's a thing to sit here and say, what does Donovan do from here on out with the Jazz? If you're not happy, like as a Utah, you got to understand Donovan is your star player. Like I don't care, I don't care how much y'all love, you know, Rudy Gobert and everything like that. And y'all can love on Rudy too, man. Like y'all can y'all can love on Rudy. That's fine. Love love on him. You know, love on him. But you have to understand that y'all y'all know that this man is the key to y'all future right here. Him. You know, like that's the guy. Like he's the guy. Donovan Mitchell is the guy. He's the key. And he's going to get better. He's only going to get better. He's young. He's super young. I think him and Jason Tatum are damn near the same age. So it's like, you're going to keep Rudy? I, what? If your star player is not happy with the co-star, the co-star got to go. And listen, in my mind, and this is just me being selfish and crazy, um, in a perfect world, I would put Donovan with Joel Embiid. That's a perfect matchup. That's a championship tandem team for a good two years right there. You know Donovan going to get you buckets. He's a good to great passer, so he got Joel. Joel is a great passer in himself, so he got and, – and Philly is a, would be a great, you know, trade James for uh, Donovan. James will, be, James will be okay with getting that money. He'll be all right. He'll be all right in Utah, but, you know, that's just me being selfish and shit, so, you know. But, you know, I hope everything works out with the Utah Jazz. Um, again, it's a lot of shuffling going on now. You know, it's, it's they're going to be the talk of the town for a minute until they get a new head coach, figure out what they're going to do with Rudy, uh, Rudy Gobert, and um, I guess figure out what's going to happen with Donovan um, or what he's going to do uh, come, you know, this season coming forward. All right. Uh, so let's talk the NBA Conference Finals really quick. Let me break that down. Uh, we had uh, Golden State winning the Western Conference Finals and Boston winning the Eastern Conference Finals. Let me tell you something. Boston and Miami. Wow, man. Wow, man. What are Eastern Conference Finals? I haven't seen I haven't seen an Eastern Conference Finals that good in a very, 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 very long time. Seven games. We said it that this that this series, um uh I said it on the couch. I didn't say it on here. But this series uh was going to go seven games. 
Um, this was two defensive tandem teams. And honestly, if Miami didn't get too hurt, it's probably we, – we, we will never know. Um, I think that's how good both of these teams were. Um, both of them were streaky at times. Um, but it was it was a great, great matchup. Uh, Miami played it, its ass off. Uh, Jimmy, bu- Jimmy fucking buckets, man. Jimmy goddamn buckets. If 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 you give the award to somebody who didn't win the game, it would be Jimmy Butler to have over eighty points in two games, bro. He brought it just like he did in Game Six with forty-seven. He brought it in Game Seven with thirty-five. You know, and to everybody. You know, listen, when it comes to that shot, I would have wanted him to drive. That's just me because I knew looking just looking at it, he could have got past Al Horford easily and got an and one, right? But because he's been hot these last two games, I'm not mad at him for taking the shot, right? Now, it was a little, ugh, didn't make it. But if he hits that shot, he's the man. We go into the finals. But at the same time, the Warriors would have decimated Miami. Why? Because Miami's not even at half full strength. <laughs> like they were, they, they didn't have, you know, they were injured a lot. So I look forward to Miami coming back to the, to the, to the playoffs, hopefully coming to the finals. You feel me? Because I, I want Jimmy Buckets to get his. I do. Especially playing off doing doing what he was doing on there. But Boston and um uh Golden State won. Golden State won in a gentleman's sweep. We figured that. Um Dallas needs to go back in the booth, go back in the go back in the uh the huddle and uh figure out some things. Uh Luca, you know, needs to be a little bit more aggressive on the defensive end. Um he can't just be an offensive threat. Um, if he's that, he's going to be the, just the next James Harden. And um, not to say James Harden didn't play defense, but once James Harden became James Harden, he played less defense. Um, so if you're just going to be an offensive threat, he has to have defensive guys around him who can score the ball as well, um, which I believe he does. It just now just takes the time to mold and and get that together, which I think Jason Kidd will do. So shout out to uh, Dallas. They had a great run. And so now we are here. The NBA Finals, goddammit. You feel me? We are here. Three games already in the book. Uh, game four happens on Saturday. This this episode will be out already. Um, But three games already in the book. Boston has a 2-1. And it's interesting because I've already said, like, listen, Boston, seven games. And what's been interesting about these three games so far, the physicality, right? You knew it was going to be physical. Draymond, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, you know, Grant Williams, you know, and see, a lot of people think Steph is just such a baby face, right? He's just, oh, he doesn't do anything. No, no, Steph, Steph is slick what he is. But see, what what intrigues me about players, and not just Golden State or Boston, but 
just any players, right? Players nowadays love to taunt they fucking ass off, right? Every time they hit a three or they up 10 or 15, they want to sit here and shimmy and gloat and yeah, we doing that shit. And then when you lose by 20, hmm? When you lose by 30, hell, maybe even 40, you start to look dumbfounded. Shit, even when the team wins, you look dumbfounded. Because you let one slip. See, I always say karma will come back and bite y'all asses. And, and it's, 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 it's very prevalent with basketball players. Really. Like, if, if, if sometimes if you don't watch the game, it is the biggest karma lessons that you can ever, ever, like, <laughs> tap into. It's ridiculous. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know... What these last three games have taught me is this. Golden State is not playing their full players. You got Mooney and it's another young kid on the bench that were giving you great minutes, not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs. Why are you not playing them, Steve Kerr? Um, You lost by 16 in game three. Um... I don't know if you guys were tired because you had to play defense on them in game two, which you play really good defense. I don't know if you guys were winded and tired from playing defense on them in game two, but in game three, you play little to none. Um, For both teams, the turnover ratio for both of you guys is very fucking high. Now, that's a credit to both of you uh, you guys' defense, but that also sits here and tells me, listen, Boston, because Boston has turned over the ball a lot during this playoffs, I need y'all to keep a motherfucking handle on the goddamn ball. The turnovers that y'all cause are ridiculously just unwarranted. Like, I can see if a Jordan Poole or, you know, a Gary Payton uh, Jr. steals the ball from you. Cool, no problem. That's warranted. But some of y'all be like, and even the Warriors, Steph in game three is coming through the lane and there's three defenders on his ass and he makes a fucking, it's it's these passes like y'all fucking magic. No, because if I see that ball, when you do this, I'm going to be like, you're not looking. Okay, bet. I'm flying to the ball. Free ball at that point. What are you doing? Nobody's thinking about that shit. And it's not even just GSW. It was it was Boston, too. Y'all are making ridiculously stupid and dumb passes. That lead to turnovers. That lead to transition points. It's just that Boston did a little bit better in game three. Their defense was better. They were shooting the ball better. And as I said on my Instagram... Um, I believe that Derek White needs to start in the game. Um, no disrespect to Marcus Smart as uh, the point guard right now for the for the Boston Celtics, but I really believe Derek White needs to start. Why is that? Um, What's going on, everybody? Taking a moment from the show to talk to you about THC Media Consulting. Now, listen, I have about five years experience in the game, in the audio professional world and in the podcast game. So listen, I want to help you guys 
get your podcast off the ground and start that new venture that you want, right? So we're going to knock out podcast buffers such as topics and names and everything like that. We're going to knock out your podcasting equipment, what's inexpensive, what's really expensive and what you want, right? And at an affordable rate, um, social media promotion and marketing. And we're going to talk about some of the distribution platforms that you can use for your podcast, such as Buzzsprout, Lipson, Popping, SoundCloud, and others um, that may be beneficial beneficial for you and your podcast um, platform going forward. So listen, tap in with us. Hit me up, tyronzah at gmail.com. That is T-Y-R-O-N-Z-A-H at gmail.com for more information and pricing. All right. Love you guys. Peace, love, and hair grease. And let's get back to the show. Marcus Smart leading the team right now is great. I think also Derek White is a threat on, excuse me, Um, what was I going to? Derek White is also a threat. He can shoot the three very lethally too. If you need that three from him, he can shoot it. There's no problem with that, Right. He can spread the floor. He allows you to spread the floor. He allows defenders to come at him if he drives to the post and he can pass it out, right? Not saying Marcus Smart can't do that, but I see Marcus Smart more as a two-guard, right? And I know Jalen Brown is already holding down that two-guard position, so that's going to be hard. But give Derek White a starting role for some minutes and watch how that's going to flow, right? Um, Even putting Marcus Smart in the secondary, Right with Grant Williams and then like that will be a physical like yo, you put Marcus Smart at the helm with Grant, get you uh um who that white boy who was shooting that that thing Pritchard Prickard Pritchard Pritchard some yeah something like that, you get that second unit led by Marcus Smart. That's a physical second unit, bro. That's a physical second unit, especially if you got Robert and Grant Williams in there, right. Now I know probably Grant Williams is going to take some uh, uh Robin uh, Robert Williams is going to take some uh time to just, you know, relax his knee and everything. But you put him in, man, that's a physical second unit, but that's just telling you and letting you know and just showing you that Celtics have a death line a, a literal death lineup that can stack the deck against the Golden State Warriors. And other than Draymond, nobody has really been playing that aggressively. Now, let's get on Draymond Green really quick. Because Draymond Green has really been barking his ass off, um, not just at the media, but just at the players. And, bro, game three, where were you? Where were you at? You was talking all that smack, all that shit, and you showed up with two points. That's it. Two points. Now, I know you went on your podcast and you said you played terrible. I played like shit, all that, da 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 But no, bro. No. You can't talk this talk and you only put up two points. I don't give a damn if the Golden State Warriors did make you the enforcer of the locker room or whatever. You talk this talk and you only put up Two points, my guy. Two. What? And as Stephen A. said today, Al Horford looks better than you. P. 
period. Al Horford looks better than you, period, on the, on the floor, on the court. He looks better than you. There have been times in the playoffs, period, where I felt like you have been more of a facilitator than a fucking beast. And I'm from Michigan. I'm from Detroit, nigga. You should be in there beasting these niggas right now, bro. You have passed up on so many shots just on the mid post and in the post that are your shots that you just pass it out looking for the three. And that, my friends, is what irks me about today's game. We're always looking for the three. I don't give a fuck if Golden State can shoot the three. I don't give a fuck if we got Clay, Steph. Hell, you can see their decline a little bit. Just a smidge. So why are y'all not using Looney more? Why are you not being in the post more, bruh? You talking all of this cash shit. And I don't mind you talking the cash shit. If you back it up on the court. You talked to cash shit and you backed it up in game two. You talked more cash shit and more heavy cash shit, but you sat here and played like trash in game three. So I'm looking for you to play better in game four. You feel what I'm saying? And in game five. You feel me? And uh, if you're going to talk, just back it up. That's it. Um, so like I said, Boston is here to one. Um, I, I, I see the series going seven, um, in game four, I see Boston pulling it out again. And if we go three, one, if this series goes three, one, um, because Boston can win on the road and they can, because they did. They won one in Golden State's house. That's all you needed to do. Doesn't matter how you won, you won it. You did your assignment. You won in your house. You won in their house. They have not done theirs yet. Usually the unwritten assignments are this. You win at their home. If you can pull out hell, a one point, two point win, cool. Cause now you've taken the momentum. You lost one at their house. All right, that's fine. You did your job. We're going back 1-1. One, one. Let's, let's cop these two here. So now we can go three, boom. Now, if they win at their house, that's cool, 3-2, because we're going to go back home, make this one the, the one that we win. Now, it's going to be physical, but we're going to win it. This could be a six-game series. Hell, this could be five. This could be five. I hope it's seven, but this could be five or six. Depending on what happens in game four and game five. I see Boston taking it in game five in a close game. And if that goes there, I see them taking it in a close game at Golden State as well. Or they can let it ride and go back to Boston and do it. But for me as a coach, if I was Mr. Udoka, I'm Mm-mm. we ain't letting up shit if we win at their house we win at their house let's go we'll have a parade it's all good we'll win at their house no i'm not taking no chances whoop they ass <laughs> period so we'll see what happens in game four and five um it's going to be a very interesting series it has been a very interesting series um 
we 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 throwing out APBs for Clay, Draymond, uh, you know, throwing out APBs for Al Horford too. You know, Al, we 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 need that fifteen and ten, bro. You know what I'm saying? We need that. Shout out to Jalen uh, Brown and JT. Shout out to Steph. You know, Clay did play a nice game, but we 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 need Clay a little bit back, bro. But um, it's been a good series. It's been a good series. Um, going into that shortening season, um, is that a is should that be a thing? Yes or no? Um, so Adam Silver, the commissioner, um, basically came out and was you know, uh, you know, talking about shortening the season, um, from eighty two games, uh, to possibly maybe sixty, fifty eight you know, 68 games or something like that uh, for the players. And um, hearing everybody's, you know, hearing a lot of commentators and journalists' take on on this matter, I came to the conclusion for me personally, as a fan, right, um, shortening the season um, would make it a little bit more interesting. Um, because to be honest, I don't watch the regular season um, as much as I, I tap into the playoffs. Because um, I'm going to be honest, I don't get into the regular season until really the All-Star break, um, until after the All-Star break. And most people will probably tell you that. Um, so in a sense, shortening the season will be cool, but at the same time, I don't want to mess with nobody's pockets because – as a lot of player commentators have said, um, players nowadays want a shortened season but still want to get 82-game money. You feel what I'm saying? Now, if you do shorten the season, players have to be okay with getting 58, 68, 70-game money. Now, that might not be. Two hundred million dollars for four years. That may be, you know, one twenty or something like that. That may be your max because we're playing this much. Sponsorships might be money might be cut down. Stuff gonna have to get cut if we're if. Listen, I think I don't think people are understanding when things get when one thing gets cut, the train the everything has to probably get cut in succinct to that right so if you cut the season let's just say by 20 percent you're going to have to cut everything else by 20 percent sponsorships players money uh owners money um and whatever happens at the collecting uh collective bargaining agreement um you know is going to have to be settled right it's everything's gonna have to get cut and so, you know, players don't want to hear that part. And that's what I want people to understand is like, I don't think commentators, player commentators and and journalists and, you know, us as fans are not saying, you know, we want y'all out there to be busting, you know, to be getting yourself in, injured. No, we want y'all to play to the best of y'all ability. But as a lot of, again, player commentators have said, the league has gone above and beyond and getting so much done when it comes to players health has done better than the NFL low key. Um, when it comes to players health, massage therapists, um, 
you know, making sure your training rooms are better and everything like that. Like things are better. Nutrition is everything like, you know, and I, I believe that's up to the players that they want to, you know, take it, take it upon themselves to do that. But if you don't do that, then, you know, how can you sit here and ask for more money or, or ask for a shortened season when you don't even take it upon yourself to do what you need to do for your body? So what are you so what are you talking about? Right. And it's not all players. It's some players. Right. What are you doing? Because now you're taking because in, in my mind, you're taking away from some some players who actually want to play those 82 game seasons, look forward to playing those 82 game seasons and, and work out for those 82 game seasons and possibly want the money from an 82 game season. You understand what I'm saying? For security, just because some of you high maintenance ass players want to sit here and have a game and, and sit out and shit because y'all are doing more business stuff. That's on y'all. Y'all decided to sit here and put more on put on your plate probably more than you can handle. Now chew it and shut the fuck up. All right. So I don't think the season should be shortened. Honestly. It, it, it if you need to sit out, sit out and come back. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't believe that the NBA should shorten the season because a few or to some players want to just sit the fuck down because they don't feel like playing or it's injuries and injuries and shit like that. My nigga, there are so there is so much technology and science out here that makes sure that your you know injuries are going to come back and uh, uh, at least that your your recovery time is so much better and not even faster but just better. You feel what I'm saying that Y'all sound ridiculous sometimes. So we'll leave it there, and that's it, right? Uh, LeBron James, um, shout out to him. He's become uh, a billionaire. You feel what I'm saying? So shout out. Clap it up, clap it up. You know, clap it up for my man. $1 billion, man. Um, Again, like I said on uh, the uh, TOB podcast, um, this is I I felt like this was just not for him. This was for his whole crew, his family, his friends Um, that that really just stuck with him for those, you know, those 20 years, you know, almost 20 years in the game. You feel what I'm saying? He's really been 20 years in the game, you know, and he's he's what not even 40 yet. You know what I'm saying? He's already at the big B. That's an amazing feat. You know what I'm saying? Again, he's invested his money in so much um, and, and, and doing so much and and and. You know, having a lifetime deal with Nike, that just shows the personality, the personability of um, LeBron James and what he brings to the table as not only a conglomerate, but a businessman and a marquee name around the world. So congratulations to LeBron James again. Clap it up for him. You feel me? That's a great, great feat. Great feat. All right. Uh, Briefly, before we get out of here, we want to talk some wrestling talk. You feel what I'm saying? Listen, um, if you don't know my wrestling background, I love WWE. Been watching WWE since the age of like ten. Um, so I'm a WWE fan, right? I'm a WWE fan. I I really lost track of it. Um, when the new games over WWE 2K9 started to come out, um. And when I got to college, I really fell off. But I, it was just like I tapped in with the website, always check back in and who was signed and who wasn't, you know, checking out the stories and yada, yada, yada. So, again, um, 
I love wrestling. I love the storyline sometimes and want to see if, you know, things are getting better. So when we talk some of these talks, um, one thing that I want to discuss is WWE 2K22, uh, the game, right? I uh, recently purchased that, and I have not purchased a wrestling game in maybe, I want to say, like, it's going on 10 years plus. The last the last wrestling game I purchased was um, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw on 08. Right, I haven't I haven't purchased another game. So I remember playing WWE 2K19 and seeing that the controls were way more difficult than what they were back in the day, and I was like, oh no, the graphics still looked a little weird. Um, you know, creating your character still looked a little weird, and I said they really like they've they've updated, but they really haven't updated. And so it was me playing it on Xbox that I'm looking at some of the designs and, you know, what they have going on and the simplicity of the controls, right? And because for me, simplicity matters. Do not make a game so fucking complicated that I can't win, right? Um, This was very simple in a sense, right? And I'm sitting there like, wow, this is, this is dope as fuck. And my girl overhears and she goes and buys me WWE 2K22. And with Rey Mysterio on the cover, I'm I'm a Rey Mysterio fan. I love Rey Mysterio. Um, the fact that he's still wrestling is 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 an amazing feat to me. Um, and so I'm like, all right, let me check it out. Let me check it out. So I do a whole damn near diagnostic of the game. I'm I'm like, let me check out the playing, ladder matches, tables matches. Money in the bank matches, yada yada yada. I'm 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 creating characters, deleting characters, seeing what you know the new battle styles is like. And when I tell you the simplicity of the game is really really good, I give the game an eight point five overall out of ten. Um, again, it's the first game since I've played since SmackDown versus Raw '08, and um, it's been a joy to play. I love it. Um, and let me just say this. Uh, I'm glad that they got on the women's track of things when it came to character, um, character mode and, uh, their, their, their character mode called my rise. Right. Um, the fact that they gave it a women's division, uh, storyline. I love it. Um, I've played both the men's and the women's division storyline. Love them both. They're really, really good. I'm loving it. Um, Shout out to you, WWE. Uh, but let me just say this. Um, this game was probably worth the $60. Any other game after that was not worth the $60. So y'all need to bring them goddamn prices down. Just saying. Just saying, right? Uh, Cody Rhodes wrestled um, Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell over the weekend, I believe. And he wrestled with a torn pectoral muscle. And if you've seen the pictures online, yikes. Like, and listen, I've been watching Cody Rhodes since he was with Legacy in, in, uh, in WWE. And, you know, he done got bigger. You feel what I'm saying? But that that peck, yo, it, it just looked, it's, it looked crazy, bro. 
that that picture went viral in like 2.2 seconds like it was just like you seen it everywhere you was like oh my god what the fuck happened to him and you know he said he he tore it while working out and i'm like well nigga how much are you bench pressing god damn like chill out you feel what i'm saying like but he won the match um and, and a hard grueling match against seth rollins and um you know, he said, I, I do it for the love of the, love of the game. And you, and you got to, and listen, you got to love that. You know what I'm saying? For a man who has went on to damn near be partners and start his, uh, 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 his own wrestling company in AEW leave, you know what I'm saying? With high hope, you know, with, with more high hopes and conquering the WWE again, you know what I'm saying? Cody Rhodes is just that dude. And, and for you to tear your pectoral muscle and still go out there like literally show the world that is fucking torn, right? We see this big ass red like spot on your chest and arm. Like it went from it went from the titty all the way to the arm, my nigga. All the way. And I'm like, shit, this man is God damn, he fucked up, but he still went out there. Listen, that's a warrior for your ass. So shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. You feel me? Cause listen here, listen here, Cody. If you if you listen or watching to this, uh, listen watch this. If you listen to this or watch this at any time, I wouldn't have did that shit. Man. <laughs> I would have been like, hey, hey, you won, you won, bro, you got it. Uh, lastly, we're gonna talk about Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, they are two women on the Raw brand who are main eventers on the Raw brand in the women's division. Sasha Banks love her uh naomi love her too got mad love for her but they were they are the raw women's uh tag team champions or the women's tag team champions and they walked out on um their scheduled match they walked out because they said basically the creative team over in wwe or um is not respecting them and or um they're not getting respected as much as champions and even though this this kind of sounds like a storyline written, you know, by the creative team in a sense, um, I wanted to say, like, they have been suspended indefinitely, right? And I don't know, again, I don't know if this is a storyline or not, but you play with Vince McMahon and you walk out, it's a wrap, right? It, 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 don't, it don't even, they don't even play that shit there. My thing is this. The creative team at WWE, and this is on some real shit, the creative team at WWE has never really been that great. Um, they've really slacked the ball over, like, the last 10 years in my eyes. I think that's why I haven't really tapped into WWE in the ways that I have been. Um, I think playing the game has made me tap in more. Shit, I feel like y'all have given more character to the characters in the game than the actual characters um, that you write for some of these guys in real life. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like, damn. You know, like, Raquel from NXT, um, she looks mad dominant on 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 the game like she looks mad dominant she's she's stocky she's one of the the premier women well she was one of the premier women on nxt i think she went to raw she went to raw now and i'm like she needs to be beasting out here again nobody's taking the creative like i'm sitting here still saying like y'all have not done anything really when it comes to creative position 
when it comes to mid-card level people and the women's division in a sense too. If it's not a Charlotte Flair or a Natalia or even a Sasha Banks or a Becky Lynch or a Bailey, the ones who really kind of fluorescent this new women's division, um, if it ain't them, then y'all really not talking that talk. But it's like you have to talk that talk. You have to give people opportunities. You have to show that at least give them a try. And if they can't do it, they can't do it. They can't hold up. But don't just sit here and just let them just keep going. Like, give them a try, man. And so, again, I just don't personally think that the creative team over at WWE is that good right now. Um, They need to rethink, refocus, check it out, rethink it, and um, try again. All right. All right, guys, this that's this this is over. This is <laughs> this is over. Uh, make sure that you follow us on again on Instagram and Facebook, uh, the Grinded Out Show on Facebook and double underscore Grinded Out on Instagram. You can also check out um, us on YouTube. You feel me? The THC Media Network. Check us out. You can check out our playlist, the Grinded Out Show, and that's where you'll find all of our episodes. There, you can also tap in with us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, uh, via audio whether that be iheart um spotify tune in stitcher wherever you find podcasts we're there just type in the grinded out show and we'll be there all right love you guys peace love and hair grease has been another one y'all be good stay easy stay breezy and we will be back with another one next week peace